spiritually is very significant. Spiritually, it is very important. Because today is the day where and when 2022 years ago. So, uh-huh. The Holy Spirit came in a room. So, uh-huh. Because it was on the day of and today the whole world is celebrating the day of so a similar question is what happened on that day what took place on that day now watch this so when they were in a room on the day of Pentecost, they were not waiting there. They were not waiting there for Pentecost. No. Pentecost is 50 days after harvesting. They do celebrations in Israel every 50 days soon after harvest. And today in Israel, they are celebrating this Pentecost today. It's a day of Pentecost. It's a celebration day. But it happens that on that day of celebration, where they were celebrating the harvest, the Holy Spirit came upon the church. Now, I want to say this to you. Jesus, Jesus said, do not leave Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Did you hear that? Do not what? Do not leave Jerusalem until. Until what? Until the Holy Spirit. Now, what happened? They were in one room waiting for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never said the day he will come. They were just waiting in a room. Just waiting in a room. But what happened on the day of Pentecost, in Acts 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. This is very important for us to be in one place with one, one accord, one spirit, one heart. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, it sounds there as if they were waiting for the day of Pentecost to fully come. But no, they were not waiting for the day of Pentecost. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit. Now, the scripture says, in verse 2, it says, I like this, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. A wind filled the whole house on the day like today. 
Today's the day of Pentecost. Today is the day of Pentecost. It was a day like today. When the Holy Spirit filled the whole room. Are you here? Now watch this. What was that that was taking place? What was going on? And what was happening? Now, you may wonder, is it just because the Holy Spirit came to them? Or because Jesus spoke about it and it was just happening? It is more bigger than that. Now, I need your attention. Can I have your attention? Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Now, for you to realize what was taking place here, the Holy Spirit comes in a room on all the people. Now, in the verse 2, the Bible says, like a mighty rushing wind. The Holy Spirit came like a mighty rushing wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. Filled. The wind filled the house. And nobody knew what that wind was apart from one man. And that man even knew where it was coming from. It is so shocking. They were told by Jesus to stay in Jerusalem until they are filled with the Holy Spirit. But this one man is not quoting Jesus. He knows where it is coming from. Now, just look at this. Just look at this. Now, the Bible says in verse 3, it says, and I won't see that, and they appeared unto them clothed tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them, not two people, three people, each one of them. Tongues, tongues of fire, tongues. If you speak in tongues, you may not know it, but the same tongue you speak. On this day, the disciples were speaking the same tongue you are speaking. But the difference is you don't sense the fire in your tongues. But them, they could sense the fire. You must change your mindset. Every tongue you speak, begin to sense fire in them. Nobody saw the fire burning. Nobody saw the fire burning. Nobody saw the fire burning. But the Bible says they could sense in what they were speaking. They were not in normal tongues. It was not a normal language. They were, they were tongues. They were, they were speaking a language which was embroidered with fire. Now verse 4, the Bible says in this way. It says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues. How? As the Spirit gave them utterance. What was happening here? Now everybody says these guys are drunk. They are drunk. They are crazy. But they are being answered by one man. Nobody was able to answer. Nobody knew what was taking place. What is this wind? What are these tongues we speak? It has never happened before. They needed one man to interpret. In verse 14, one man interprets and his name is Peter. He says, this is not what, what Jesus said. He says, no, it is what Joel said. Oh, you didn't hear me. This is not what, this is not what 
Jesus said, which is the word in Jerusalem, it is what was spoken by Joel. 800 years ago, Joel had prophesied. And this is what Joel said. In Joel chapter 2, in Joel chapter 2 verse 28, uh, I'm about to finish. This is what he said. And I want to see that. And it shall come to pass afterward. 800 years prior, he made this prophecy. Afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. What shall happen? What shall be poured out? The spirit. And why shall the spirit come? For prophecy. When the spirit shall come, your sons and your daughters will begin to prophesy. You cannot substitute, you cannot remove the importance of prophecy. Because the Holy Spirit, the primary reason he will come is for all of us to have an ability to prophesy. All of us. Not to prophesy to people, but to prophesy to ourselves. To prophesy to our environments. To prophesy to our future. To prophesy to our situations. For all of us. For you to wake up in the morning and say, I make a prophecy. It shall be well with my soul. I make a prophecy. My mom shall be healed. I make a prophecy. My job is guaranteed. I prophesy by this time next week. This is how my life will be. For everybody, it is so important. Now watch this. It is that important that God wants us to prophesy. But what is happening? So many people in the church today, all they did was to receive the Holy Spirit and thanks. They don't know the reason why the Holy Spirit came was not just to dwell inside of you. He is inside of you to give you utterance. What utterance? The utterance to prophesy. The utterance to prophesy, to speak to your sickness, to speak to your marriage, to speak to your situation, to prophesy to your career, to prophesy to your children. Somebody shout yes. And the Bible says, now watch this, and the Bible says, and, and afterward I shall pour out my spirit, And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. That's so powerful. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will begin to see visions. These visions are both spiritual and physical visions. Spiritual visions are those we see as we pray. Physical visions are those we plan. Those we plan. I have a vision. I have a vision. What's your vision? And we have people in the church with that vision. Not even spiritual and not even physical. Even your own business plan is your vision. You have to sit, but you can't sit if you don't have the spirit. So it is a moment for the church to, re to receive an ability to start seeing visions, both spiritual 
and physical. Spiritual visions, prophetic visions, financial visions. So when the Spirit will come, when the Spirit will come, it says you'll begin to have visions. You're going to sit down and have this huge plan. You're going to start having great ideas. How to produce something that nobody has ever produced. How to make something. How to impact your society. How to impact your community. It is because the Spirit is upon you. All the visions in the Bible, they were not just visions for fun. They were all missions for the people who were seeing them to do something for their community. Nobody in the Bible had a vision for their own benefit. No. All the children which were born in the Bible, which were by prophecy, those children had a mission for the society. All the visions, even Gideon, he was told, you shall become a mighty man of valor because you have to save your community. Anything you are seeing, anything you are seeing, God has a plan for the people, for your own people, for your family. It is not for you. And that can never happen if we don't give ourselves to the Holy Spirit. And for He, the Holy Spirit, to come upon us, we need to yield ourselves. And he was given on the day of Pentecost. Somebody said the day of Pentecost. The day you will, you will realize how important is the Holy Spirit in your life. Your whole life will change. Your whole life, your whole life will change. The reason why is because you still think like a normal person, like a commoner. You still think like you are just you. That's the problem. God is seeing something inside of you. God is seeing something inside of you. There is something that God is looking in the inside of you, which you yourself don't see it. And that's where the whole problem is. All you see is your problems around you. All you see is you have debts you have to pay. You have situations. You have problems. Your marriage is not moving well. But God is looking at a bigger picture. God is seeing community. He's seeing your country. He's seeing nations. He's seeing your family. He's seeing people being blessed because of you. Stop looking at the small picture that you have. God has a plan for you. But for that to be done, it is your mindset. Your mindset must change. You must embrace why the Holy Spirit wants to touch you. Why he wants to come upon you. It is not just to make you spiritual and make you pray in tongues and feel spiritual just like that. No, he wants to use you. He wants to use you for others. He wants to use you for other people. You can shout a loud amen for that. I said, you can shout a loud amen for that. I, wanna, I want you to hear this because you don't know who you are. I want you to hear this because you don't know who you are. So Joel comes in with a prophecy. Joel comes in with a prophecy. He says, afterward, there shall be an outpouring of the Spirit. Now what happens in verse 29? In verse 29, he says what? 
he says this. He says, and also upon the servants and upon your handmaids, in those days I'll pour my spirit. Not just people, even slaves, even your servants, everybody. In other words, the Holy Spirit will unify us. There will be no boss. In God's presence, in God's presence, even if you employ somebody, right now we're all equal because the Holy Spirit will come upon you, the boss, your servant, even those upon everybody, the Holy Spirit will come upon everyone. Why? Because we have to prophesy. We have to see visions. Do you see the role of the Holy Spirit to the society? God wants the church to see visions. Now look at this. Just look at this. And I want you to hear this very well right now. Because God is about to pour his spirit in this room today. I say he's about to pour his spirit in this room. He's about to pour out his spirit in this room. Just get ready for this. The Holy Ghost is about to be moving here. Now watch this. Just watch this. Listen to this. Now in verse 16 of Acts chapter 2. But Peter stood up and said, These men are not drunk as you thought. In verse 14 of Acts chapter 2, Peter makes a statement. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye are men of Judah, and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and he came to my words. Fifteen. For these are not drunken, as you suppose. Seeing it is by third hour of the day. But this is which was spoken by prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Says God, I'll pour out my spirit upon flesh or flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Verse 18. He says, And all my servants and all my handmaids I will pour out in those days of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. 19. He says, And I will show wonders. Look at your neighbor. And he said, and you will see wonders. And I will show wonders upon the moon and upon the sun. There shall be wonders. In the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. There's 20. Then it says what? It says, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Verse 21. And it shall come to pass. That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. There is an outpouring of the spirit here. 
The reason why he shall be poured, the reason why he shall come is for you to prophesy, to change your environment, to speak to your life, to speak to a situation. Not only that, but also to see what? Visions. To start having ideas. How you can start something. How you can implement it. God will begin to give you visions. There are people here who are looking for money. The Bible never said that when the spirit comes, you shall have money. No, you shall have vision. Because money does not produce vision. But vision can produce money. And I shall pour out my spirit. And God is a visionary. He says, when I shall do it. Can you imagine what God did before he created you? Before he created me? Before he made us? The Bible says, God said, let us create a man in our image. Before man was created, there was vision. There was a plan. There was a vision. There was a plan. God is a visionary. This is why God wants you. When you get the spirit, you begin also to say, let me create this. Let me create this. There shall be creativity. It is on this day that is very important. The church will receive creativity like never before. If there is a place, if there is a place, if there is a place where so much creativity must take place, it is the church because we have the spirit. I want you to prophesy to your situation. Raise up your two hands and say, prophesy. In the name of Jesus. From now, I will walk in favor. I prophesy victory around my life. I prophesy there shall be deliverance in my family. Shout hallelujah. You see, the Holy Spirit, are, are you following? Peter says, they are not drunk as you think. He says, this is what was given by Prophet Joel 800 years ago. He saw this day and he spoke of this day. He never said, Jesus told us to wait in Jerusalem. No, no. No, what is happening here is beyond waiting in Jerusalem. This is what was spoken. Because Jesus told us the Holy Ghost will come. But this, this is what was... Pro Did you notice? Did you notice? Did you notice? Did you notice this? Did you notice that? No one said that wind was the Holy Spirit. But Peter had to interpret. 
there are some activities that can happen in our midst. You may actually not know it is the Holy Spirit. Only one man or two or three people can be able to interpret that what is happening here is what was prophesied by Prophet Joel. What is happening here is what was prophesied by Isaiah. What is happening here is what was prophesied by Jeremiah. Everything happening now was once prophesied. Look at a young man like me, I'm prophesying here. This is a prophecy of Joel. He said, young men shall prophesy. Do you know why? Do you know what he's trying to do to do here? When he said young men shall prophesy, it was impossible because there was no young man. There was no young man who was prophesying. Moses was an old man. He was a prophet. Jeremiah was an old prophet. Kings, yes, they could be young men. But prophets were all old people. And the Holy Spirit was only coming to one particular grouping of people. Not servants, not slaves. So the coming of the Holy Spirit will change the dynamics. Not only old will prophesy. It shall change now. Old will begin to dream. Young will begin to prophesy. Servants will begin to receive the Holy Spirit. Hear this. Hear this. Why, why is the Holy Spirit targeting servants? Because servants are people who work so hard for others and they've got nothing to show. So God says, you know what? I will remember them. I will make them get the Holy Spirit and then they will also begin to have their own personal visions. Oh, you didn't hear me. This is why most people, if you're a servant, you work somewhere, whether you do some, uh, 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 you sweep, whether you do what, but God will give you a vision. You're going to have a big shop in town. God will give you a vision. You're going to have a big logistic company. Some of you do well in Forex. God will give you visions. The Bible says, the Bible says when he, the Holy Spirit comes, he will come to you and he fires. So there's no difference now between you and your neighbor and me and somebody somewhere. We are all one. This is why when the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says they had all things in common. There was no slave. There was no free. There was no young. There was no old. The Holy Spirit came upon them all and they had all things in common. This one had a car. This one a car. This one a house. This one a house. This one a job. This one a job. They had all things in common. And the Bible says, no one lacked. May today become a game changer for your life. If you can only know, if you can only know the importance of the Holy Spirit, your whole demeanor will change. Your whole thinking will change. God wants to change the world. God wants to change the society. God wants to change it. It is not just because, oh, the Holy Spirit came just for me to be, to be holy and to go to heaven. No. God wants us to bring divine influence. The righteous influence as the Jesus nation to the society. You may have your seats for a moment.
God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now in the same book of Acts chapter, uh, in the same book of Acts chapter 2, all right, when we continue from verse 5, all right, from verse 5. Now the Bible speaks a very important thing. This is very important. It says, and they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men. That's very interesting, very important. Out of every nation under heaven. Verse 6, I want us to read together. One, two, three, go read. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude, I said, read together. One, two, three, go read. Is that how you read together? Is that how you read together? You can do better. One, two, three, go read. Arrive at seven. Let's go ahead. I don't think that's reading. There's some difficult words there. I want you to jump. All right? I want you to jump to verse 46. Verse 46, what does the Bible say? One, did it go read? That word breaking of the bread is the communion. Signifies a very important activity as we remember that on the day of Pentecost is the day when the Spirit came dwell in our inside to give us prophecy and vision. This is why the prophetic in the Bible is very important 
you cannot remove the prophecy and vision where the Holy Spirit is involved. Whenever you hear people saying the Holy Spirit came, the next thing you're going to hear, someone was giving a prophecy or someone saw a vision. 